Well, hi everybody and welcome to Rob Evans 365. It's day number 508. And I'm now having a, a very early morning walk. The sun's just coming up. And I don't know, it almost looks like there's frost on the grass, which is ridiculous. We had 35 degrees last week. And uh, today it's, it's really quite chilly, but it's a gorgeous day. It's almost like an autumn day here. We have some beautiful autumn days. Um, not a cloud in the sky, sun's coming up, it's going to be a gorgeous day, it's not going to be too warm and uh, it just looks fantastic and so this is part, it's Monday today so it's uh, part of our long weekend here because we have the Melbourne Cup tomorrow which is the big horse race they have here and uh, a lot of people take off, uh, I, was I was talking about this the other day They'll take off maybe a Thursday, they'll take off a Friday, and then they'll take off Monday as well, and they get quite a, quite a number of days with only taking a couple of days of, of annual leave. So it can be quite quiet on the, the roads and everything uh, because people are, are on holidays and gone away and, and so forth. Normally it's warmer than it is this weekend, though it's going to rain, I think, for the Melbourne Cup tomorrow, but we'll, we'll see. I don't go to it. I've been to it a few times. Uh, it's, um, you're either into it or you're not. That's why I don't go anymore. Go once in your life, I think. I've been for a few times. It's all right. It's not my scene. Anyway, today what I wanted to uh, focus on was about some things that are working for you or finding those things that are going to work for you uh, for the long term. Because I, I often get people being surprised at uh, you know what I do how long I've been doing it how old I am because I'm older than uh, I look and people are a little bit perplexed or curious as to know how how do I do what I do what have I been doing for so long have I been able to maintain it for so long because a lot of my clients have done many different things for periods of time and then stopped and gone on to uh, something else. And I guess my approach has been one of discovery, just like uh, many other people, I suppose. But I was very uh, fortunate that when I started my journey, I was... I, well, this is back in 1988, and the, the fitness scene looked completely different to it does now. I mean, there was, there was zero... I mean, zero stuff online because, oh gosh, I'd have to do some research here, but I mean, we certainly didn't have a computer at home and I think the internet only came out in, what, 1987, something like that? And uh, 1988 was when I started my training and there was no 24-7 gyms. Uh, there was only, golly, I, I came from Bendigo and there was only a handful of gyms at the time, maybe even three uh, in my town at the time. None of these smaller ones, like oh, here in Australia, we've got things like Jets and Anytime Fitness, Snap Fitness. You know those little those little um, gyms that are set up for uh, mass-produced outcomes. And uh, you know, there was no things like group outdoor stuff or that kind of stuff. They used to do aerobics and 
some classes with weights and stuff. And it was just a whole bunch of things really needed to line up on the day that I decided that I was going to change my life forever and start building my body. And I, I was fortunate enough to go to this really good gym that uh, the guy that owned it ran it. He was a, a bodybuilder, he was a powerlifter, uh, and he set me up with the right program from day one and the right eating and everything. So I was, I was pretty set. But um, what that helped me do was develop the foundational muscles and the foundation for what it was that I wanted to achieve with my body. Uh, but it wasn't everything because I was only there for a couple of years and I had to move away. So I wasn't able to learn absolutely everything from this guy. I used to go back and train from time to time and I'd go back and visit mum and dad because I missed the place, I missed the people there. Really, a really small gym. Uh, but I used to train with a few guys there and yeah, I used to miss that. And um, Anyway, so I had to come and join a gym down here. And I think I went through a period of time where I was floundering a little bit and I was, I, I used to read um, for like health and fitness magazines and books and stuff to learn about nutrition, different exercise programs and that kind of stuff. Keeping in mind that the, the abundance of information that we have now was just not available. So you had to go out and you know, the borrow books. I mean, the books in the library were were pretty outdated. Um, so I used to do most of it through uh, fitness magazines. And if there was a fitness magazine that referred to a certain book, so I remember one of the first books I got was the Nutrition Almanac, uh, which had everything in there about food. And I remember used to go through my own meal plan. I used to go through this book and look up, so what was the food? What was the, how many calories were, what was it? And I'd, I'd write it all down and, and work out what, uh, you know, how many calories I was consuming and, um, and so forth. And because it was an American book, I had to make some approximations and, and everything as to what was the closest product. And, um, you know, it was, it was quite, a, quite a job uh, to do. There was no apps or anything to be able to, to do this stuff seamlessly like we have now. And... Um, I, I guess for, gosh, I was probably, probably over 10 years that I went through this exercise of, I'll say dicking around with the, my training and because of where I went to and I didn't have all the knowledge at that point in time, I was just focusing on trying to get more muscle, trying to get more muscle, trying to get more muscle and I did very little cardio because... When I started my training, we didn't do cardio. Um, we just got straight into the weights and that's what we focused on. We focused on eating more and building that muscle and, and doing it that way. So I didn't have that, that knowledge. And I learned through the mistakes that I found in my own body and realized that, hmm, I'm not really getting the true outcome that I really want here. Um, so that's when I got more training and then, yeah, obviously the uh, I suppose the last 10 years that I've been running my business full-time, I've been very, very focused and, I mean, things have come a long way in 10 years and uh, there's just so much information out there and I have so much more knowledge and I'm, I do training uh, all the time. I've done, um, you know, so many courses and, and to help me uh, get better skills and 
Uh, I've continued to read uh, for this whole time as well. And all of that is just an accumulation of knowledge, uh, expertise, and obviously a lot of testing through uh, what I do with my clients, but also what I do uh, for myself as well. And that has been able to give me the results that, that I'm now getting. But what I've, what I've done is found out well, what, what actually works for me because I think the challenge is, my biggest challenge, I think I mentioned this a couple of days ago, is cardio. Because I'm not, I've never been a big fan of, of the cardio. I just, I just don't enjoy it. it. It's like I feel like I'm wasting, well, this is how it's felt in the past. I felt like I've been wasting my time. I'd rather be doing other things or lifting weights or doing something else. Uh, and my abdominal training can be a little bit like that as well. I've often felt that, you know, it's a waste of time and I don't enjoy it. And uh, I know I should do it, but I, I tend not to. And that, that has been kind of my, my life story. Now, what I now know is that these are fundamental for not only functional longevity of me, but also just the... Uh, to help me achieve the, the body and look and the health that I want, uh, they're fundamental that I need to do them. So what that means is that I've had to uh, find those things that I really enjoy. And I guess this is the substance of today. How do you find those things that you really enjoy? And the short answer to that is it's by a bit of trial and error uh, because I've I've certainly not done it and not got the result that I want so therefore you don't enjoy that. I've also tried uh, a number of different things that I haven't enjoyed either so if we take the cardio uh, side of it then you know I'm not going to go and do a group class okay like a high intensity group class. Uh, I don't enjoy that it's not for me uh, I know the limitations that I have for my body like certainly right now, like jumping is something that I can't do. Uh, my knees are, are not going to, especially my left one, is not going to tolerate that over a, a long period of time. Uh, and I would rather do things at my own pace and not, you know, just I'm just not into a, a group environment. Even though it's a big part of what I do uh, in training clients, it's not something that I personally enjoy. Um, when it comes to, say, uh, you know, like doing boxing and that, I, I really enjoy doing the boxing for other people. But again, with my shoulders the way that they are, it's probably not something that um, I would enjoy long term. Every now and then, yeah, great, but not, not something long term. Uh, like running is, again, something that I just don't enjoy. Riding a bike is something that I used to, like, I'm talking about outdoor bike, is something that I really used to enjoy. But the, um, the issues of road safety around where I, I live, um, I've been, went through a period of time where I was almost knocked off the bike every single time I'd go out for a ride. That's not, no exaggeration. Almost knocked off and potentially killed each time. And I thought, you know what, I'm, I'm sick of the stress of having to, you know, be almost knocked off every time I go out. So I ended up selling the bike and deciding not to do that and I thought well you know what if I'm going to get into the bike I'll just do it on the indoor indoor trainer but then um, that's the next thing that that can that can be quite boring just sitting there and riding 
you know, riding the bike. So um, that's not something that I, I do a lot of. I'll do it from time to time, but I don't absolutely love it. Uh, the um, what else have we got? Things like swimming, or rowing, or um, I don't know any other sort of activity that you can think of. They're just not me, so I don't enjoy those. So I've had to discover something that I really enjoyed, and it was about seven years or so ago when I did this course, and they were talking about uh, <laughs> you know food and uh, the intensity of exercise and stuff, and they said something that really resonated with me which was around uh, how long you need to exercise for the rest of your life in terms of your cardio the intensity levels and that kind of stuff and uh, this concept of 20 minutes a day came up which uh, was life-changing for me and uh, the idea is that you exercise for 20 to you know max 30 minutes for the rest of your life in terms of your cardio it's just that you vary the intensity so I thought, wow, that's really, that's really cool because what used to put me off was the concept of having to exercise for you know, 45 minutes, 60 minutes, 90 minutes in terms of a cardio session if I really wanted to get what I, I wanted to achieve. Now through testing and feeling it through my own body, what I've realized is that you certainly don't have to do that. And I mean, if we can always do things smarter rather than harder, then I think we're all coming out winners there. And this is the way I, I coach my clients now, is to say, I just want you to get out and walk for 20 minutes because most people are coming from a sedentary background. So if we can just get you to move more, then that's gonna be better. So just getting out and moving, just get out for a walk, do what I'm doing right now, 20 minutes a day, you're gonna feel better and you're gonna start getting the, uh, the results as well. Now, if you want to reduce your body fat even further, then that's when we need to start stepping things up a little bit and saying, okay, well, maybe we need to take that up to 30 minutes, but maybe we also need to increase the intensity. So let's get some hills in there. You can still walk, but maybe you walk up the hill, a steep hill, and then you walk down it. You walk up the hill, and you walk down it, that kind of thing. Uh, so that's uh, a, a huge revelation for me. So then what I discovered was uh, I, I just started getting out of this when I was in my corporate uh, job. I started getting out and uh, walking at lunchtime because I, you know, I didn't want to have to get change and, and uh, get all hot and sweaty. So I used to go out and just go for a walk. And I found that it had so many different benefits for my health that I thought, I've got to keep on doing this because I'm really, really enjoying it. And now that's uh, pretty much all I do pretty much all I do I just I walk and I love it I love the time to be spent just spending that time with my own mind um, so you can have conversations with yourself and um, you know be, be problem solving or maybe it's just relaxing letting everything out listening to some music doing some incantations or something or just observing the things that are going on around you and kind of just opening up your lungs, taking some big deep breaths in through the nose and out through the mouth that really just give you this sense of, of peace, tranquility and all of that is a part of helping improve your health and fitness. 
So I think for me, uh, that has been the biggest revelation for me uh, all those years ago to, to say that, you know what, you don't have to focus on the 90 minutes of, you know, sweating like crazy and putting yourself in so much pain to get the body and health that you really want. And now I've gone from very rarely doing it to doing it every day. Now, I couldn't tell you the last time that I did a, you know, like an hour session on the bike or something to, you know, really sweat things out. I, I, I just couldn't tell you. It would be over a decade ago uh, that I've done that. And now I just, I just walk and increase the intensity of that from time to time. But a lot of the time I'm just out walking uh, because uh, yeah, I might be recording this podcast. I might be just, uh, you know, walking with the kids. I might be just out having a relax and just enjoying being outdoors. Uh, but that's what works for me and I love it. So the trick is, I think with your cardio, if you're suffering from a, a similar affliction that I have been, uh, you've got to experiment with a few different things. Because I tried a, a whole bunch of different things. And uh, if it was something that involved someone else, then that presented me with challenges because uh, when I used to do my weight workouts, uh, when I was working in a corporate environment again, from time to time I'd have somebody that would want to be training with me. Uh, but the problem was they were never as focused, as excited or, or ready to go when I was. So those workouts were a little bit haphazard and they would sometimes that would happen, other times that wouldn't happen. And it would, um, it would really annoy me because I'd feel like I was always being held back or I'd have to slow down or, or something, wait for them to be there and then I'd, I'd find that the workouts where I would go and work out by myself wouldn't be as successful because in my mind I was like, well, I was waiting for this person and we were going to do heavy today and I needed a spot and all that kind of stuff. So how I got around that was coming up with a, a very specific program around what it was that I wanted to achieve, working towards my own goals and uh, all the workouts were based on me just being by myself and so uh, that's what I did and it was uh, a big turnaround for me and it's only been, oh gosh, certainly the last couple of years where I've been uh, the most focused I've been in my life about what I want to achieve and uh, it's like a jigsaw puzzle, if you like, or a, I will just say a chain. That's probably easier. And, you know, each link of the chain has got an, a, a real purpose. So one link might be the nutrition, one part's the water, one part's the supplementation, one part's the, you know, specifically the protein, one part's the timing of the food, one part's the strength training, and one part's the programs that support that strength training one part's the cardio, etc., etc. you got the idea. And when you've got that sense of clarity, well, another one is your why, you know, why, what it is that you want, why you want it, and you know, your commitment level to achieving that. They're all um, big links in the chain as well. And when you've got those all together, then obviously that makes a really strong chain and they're all linked. And you can see that they're all linked. And then what that means is that every step you take forward, you're making progress. 
but it hasn't always been out like that for me and finding that clarity has been the hard part and so uh, you know I found the the workouts that really thrive me because uh, look I've done something like 16,000 workouts I think I worked it out a, a little while ago something like 16,000 workouts since I've been training and not to mention the I don't know the the 15 to 20,000 workouts sessions that I've done with clients I've tried a lot of stuff and the key is to find what it is that is going to do it for you where's it going to work what gets you excited about the workout so that you can keep making progress and like I say go back to the chain you've got to get all those things happening together but if you don't love what it is that you're doing then you're not going to be able to get the the result no matter what that uh, link is in the chain for you because the chain's going to what fall apart because it's weak so you've got to love it so I love my strength workouts I love going to the gym and lifting weights I love creating new programs for myself I love recording everything in my app so that I can track my very specific progress about what it is that I'm doing I, I love that because I can see how all of that fits together to give me the result that I know that I want, that I can visualize for myself, I can see it. Uh, I, know, I know that because I've seen it before. So that excites me. But if I don't love what it is that I'm doing, how long am I gonna do that for? Even if I know that it works, if I don't love it, I'm not gonna do it. So that is a critical part. Now for you, it may be that the thought of going to the gym is something that is just such a turn-off for you that you're never going to do it. Maybe it's the type of gym that you're going to. Maybe it's the culture that's in that gym that you don't like. Uh, so many people that come to me uh, have never been into a gym before. They've never stepped inside a gym. So they don't know how to do the exercises, but the concept of going into a gym just turns them off. And a lot of that comes from insecurities within themselves that they don't want to feel embarrassed and they're fearful that they don't know what to do and all that kind of stuff. I understand that. Um, but um, if I use the gym that I train at, for instance, it's, it's probably the, the biggest and best one in uh, the region here and it, it, that just the environment I could see would put a lot of people off now I've been training for years um, so nothing intimidates me but I can see that if you were stepping into the gym for the first time then the types of people that are training in this gym uh, would put it could put you off uh, so you've got to find that right type of environment for you um, I mean there are other other you know branded gyms that I mentioned before some of those smaller ones that you know maybe has more of that family uh, mum dad type of uh, feel to it that you're going to really feel comfortable and part of and you know not going to a like a hardcore gym where there's people making lots of noise or 
lifting huge weights and I look like they're, you know, on something because of the size of their muscles and stuff, that might be a complete turn off and threatening to you. So you could say, well, I hate training at the gym, but the reality is you would hate to train at that type of gym, but you would love to lift weights if it was in a nice, a nicer environment. For some people, it might be the case of uh, making sure that the amenities are really, really nice. So it's, you know, there's a nice outlook. Maybe there's windows looking out with a nice view. Maybe it's making sure that it's like a health club and they're a really fancy, you know, like um, showers and lockers and all that kind of stuff because of you want to go in at lunchtime and be able to have a shower and, and get out and go back to work. You know, you'll know what I'm talking about, but it's about finding what, what is right for you. For me, I love my workouts. Uh, for me to train in one of those other types of clubs, uh, look, I could do it, but it's not going to, it's not going to thrive me. I'm going to, uh, like, I, I would just stay in my own studio and do and do a workout there if that's what I wanted. But if I'm looking for, uh, you know, wanting to be around people that are have better bodies than me and where it's uh, you know there's more there's more noise and there's more activity then that inspires me that might put you off you might want peace tranquility whatever there's some days where I might like that but if I want a really good workout then I want lots of activity around me I'm, I'm still in my own zone but it's the environment that really uh, really juices me up and motivates me so um, that that's something uh, that it's really important to me. And I probably haven't always known that. Uh, but I can see, having worked in a number of different environments now, uh, it, that's really important. Because I would say it's... Well, it's only been the last two years. But for over a decade, it's probably oh, 15 years or more, where I, I never stepped into another gym. I just didn't. And I remember training when I used to to work at RACV. Uh, one day I walked into their their city club as we uh, got free membership to it, and it was like a, a peak time. And it might have been morning. I might have tried a couple in the afternoon as well. And uh, I hated it. It was so crowded, like a much smaller gym, but it was so crowded. Um, you know, the feeling there was was certainly not my thing. And the people exercising around me had no idea what they were doing, and I, I just didn't enjoy it at all. Uh, I guess where I train now, it's much bigger, and there's still people there that don't know what they do, but um, a lot of them do know what they're doing. And uh, yeah, I think just the space and not having to wait for equipment and everything is something that really annoys me. Uh, so if you train somewhere where there's heaps of equipment, then uh, you know, that's, that's an important thing. I think the, the other thing, the 24-7 nature of gyms now is a huge, a huge thing. I mean, it enables people to train whenever they like. The one that I train, it never shuts, not even public holidays. So tomorrow, uh, I'm going to go in and train. Uh, and I know it'll be open. Christmas Day, I'll be training. It'll be open. Boxing Day, it'll be open. Um, so it just gives you so much flexibility to be training any time of the day or night. And uh, again, if that's something that's important for you, then that can help support you. So I think for me, the two biggest struggles have been the, the cardio and 
doing the, the right type of resistance training. And now I've worked out the formula for me, but it all comes down to that planning part as well, knowing that, okay, I'm not just aimlessly going through and doing workouts uh, just to, for the sake of saying that I did a workout. I was on a, a call with somebody uh, just last week and she was saying that uh, really she just goes to the gym so that she can say that she goes to the gym and she'll jump on the treadmill and uh, do her work and all that kind of stuff, which is great because I do that too sometimes when I'm, I'm on the, the treadmill. But um, ultimately, that's not going to give you the absolute optimum level of health that you, you can have. Uh, but it's an individual choice as well. I mean, this lady is not, uh, she's certainly not overweight, uh, but, and she takes great care of herself in terms of the nutrients she's, that she's putting in, but it's kind of like that, ne that next level. But if not everybody wants to go to that next level and achieve the type of look for their body that perhaps I want to achieve for my body, and that's fine. There's no, no judgment. It's about making sure that you're living life on your terms and being healthy and not saying, well, I'm living life on my terms. I'm being a overweight, obese and really unhealthy. Uh, but it's about being healthy and just living life on your terms and, and doing the exercise that you enjoy uh, in the context that uh, you want. My job as your coach is to help you find that next level. Now, some people don't want to find the next level, and that's fine. So, well, let's just make sure that the, the plan that you do have in place is supporting you and giving you the best results that you can get with what it is that you want to do. Everybody that comes to me wants that next level. And that's why I'm talking to you here about using some strategies that I've found that have worked really well for me to help you find that next level. And that is integrating the, the cardio with things that you absolutely love. Because if you don't love it, it's not gonna last. So that's my first tip. In terms of the strength training, uh, for me, it's about making sure that I know clearly what it is that I want, very clearly. I'm talking about images, um, creating some sort of, uh, people call them vision boards or, or whatever, but um, you know, coming up with some images or some words that are going to inspire you with a very specific date, you know, like by um, whatever it is. Um, let's say the 31st of March, 2020, I want to be at X percent body fat. Um, I want to have, uh, you know, this particular, this particular look. Um, I want to have uh, achieved this much strength on my, you know, a bit like my road to 600, the bench press, squat and deadlift. I want to achieve this much, you know, whatever it is, some things that are measurable. Uh, so when I know that I've got that, that's when I say, okay, I need to create a specific series of workouts, four days a week at least, where I'm going to achieve this. I need to make sure that I'm doing this much cardio on these other days. Okay, if I'm gonna get down to that percent body fat, that means I need to, maybe at least twice a week, I need to up the intensity. And maybe I need to do a session on my cross trainer and uh, do some Tabata training, something like that. I know I need to make sure that my food is spot on. I'm getting in all my isogenic supplements. I'm getting in all my my whole foods and uh, sticking to my meal plan, I know that I need to be tracking all my workouts, tracking uh, my food. You know, so all, for me, all of those things link in together 
by being very clear about what it is that I want and um, you know, mapping out all my workouts, like I just said. Um, that's a, a key part. And that, for me, is fun. Uh, now, that may not be fun for everybody. I think the, the easiest way for you to come up with this is to uh, you know, get, the, get the right coaching. So you can come in and see us directly, uh, or you know, we operate anywhere around the world, and come up with the right program and strategy for you so that you can uh, find those things that you love so that this plan just supports you. It's workable for you to give you the outcomes that you want. Sometimes it just requires a little bit of experimentation if you've never really done this before to say, well, I don't know whether I'm going to enjoy walking. Walking's boring. I have many clients that love running or jogging. Um, other people like swimming. They love the weightlessness of swimming and uh, you know, not becoming all sweaty and hot in, in doing it, uh, but just enjoying that process of gliding through the water. For me, I hate it. Um, so it's horses for courses. So the point is, have fun, discover what it is that really thrives you, and you watch how much your life changed. Just like mine did from seven years ago, where I hated cardio, to now I look forward to when I get to do it. All right, I'll see you tomorrow. Have a great day.